0: Johnny, thanks for joining me for this quick up, update episode. We've had a crazy week, and I released an episode two days ago, and I feel like it was three weeks ago already.
1: It's ancient history, yeah.
0: So, talk to me. What's what's your church? What's your church dealing with right now, and what are you thinking?
1: Right now, what we're trying to do is just be as prepared and as ready as possible for whatever. So, Iowa. The state that we both live in um, has 16 confirmed cases, but uh, they're on lockdown and there's not any in my county. Um, But it's like just a matter of time at this point. It's time and testing, right? Yeah, exactly. Time and testing. Uh, And so we are just trying to say, okay, what happens when uh, the governor says you're, please don't gather in groups this large? What happens when we have elderly people who can't go to the grocery store uh, but need kind of supplies? What happens when, God forbid, someone in our church or on our staff gets sick and we have to deal with you know, the, the care involved in that? Um, and just trying to create contingency plans, uh, really, for everything from Sunday morning worship all the way down to, uh, how we're going to like help teach kids in this time, and j- everything in between. So it's it's. – I've never exper- – I mean, I haven't been in leadership that long, but I've never experienced anything like this in my life, let alone my life as a leader. It's just unprecedented stuff.
0: So one of the things that, that really impacted me was that the public health experts, they're saying that if churches and other organizations wait until it seems like we have to uh, stop meeting – then it's yep. gonna to be too late. And right. then more people are gonna contract the virus and and then there's the whole, you know, flattening this thing out over a longer period of time so we don't run out of healthcare apparatus for the people right. that are gonna need it. So, you know, there's a there's a lot of people around me without me even asking, I just know the sentiment is gonna be, oh, we're we're all fine. We're all fine. Let's right. This is dumb. Why? Why aren't we meeting? Why? Why right. has church been canceled? And I and I look at it and I is think, the "Gospel canceled, Jeff? Is the gospel canceled?" <laughs> yeah, no. And it only happens in the church building, right? This for y'all, me. This is
1: oh yeah.
0: <laughs> this is tailor made for something that I've been thinking for thirty three years of ministry. Yep. Uh, in in my first, I think it was before I actually took over this church. I was just teaching a Sunday school class. And I used some brand new Bible software and I studied every passage that had the word church. And I figured out that nowhere in the new Testament does the word church ever refer to a building. And right. I've been haranguing on that for 33 years and I will do it till the day I die. Cause I'm not making much headway <laughs> apparently. But And I've often thought what, what happens, especially the church I'm in now, we've got a beautiful facility. Yep. It sits up on a hill yep. and, and I thought, what if the church building like got blew away in a hur- in a not a hurricane in a tornado in an f yeah. five and it just thing got got leveled? what would become of the church right yeah and what would our impact in the community be? This is a great opportunity to have some, uh, we're like on a driving range and we can, we can drive some golf balls here. We can keep our building, but we can, because we want to be good examples in the community and we've got, want to be good community members. We want to slow this thing down. And so we want to create physical distance and physical proximity, you know, uh, amongst our people. What if we did that And at the same time, we're practicing how to think about the church as a people and
1: not as the building. Jeff, can I get on a rant right now? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Can I get on a rant? (laughs) (laughs) Because I've been thinking, if your ecclesiology is so thin that you can't imagine the work of the church without a Sunday morning gathering, like, why are you a pastor? What are you—you want to hear yourself talk. Look, and we all do, okay? That's why we— Especially you, Johnny. You've
0: got ego to spare.
1: Abs- absolutely, I do. <laughs> if, you're, if your ecclesiology can't handle the idea of being the church without Sunday morning, if you think you're abdicating the gospel by not gathering on Sunday morning when public health officials have asked you not to, you are misgu- misguided at best, ignorant at worst. Maybe there's something worse than ignorant. And, I, and I'm seeing all these pastors who are wearing it like a badge of honor. And then, ironically... I see the same group of pastors when it comes out, hey, don't visit nursing homes, and somebody says in a group, "Uh, so the CDC or whatever says don't visit nursing homes, are you still planning on doing your visitations? These pastors who can't imagine a Sunday morning where they don't get to stand up and yell at their congregations about something, say, well, if the CDC says so, I guess I just don't have to do my visitations anymore. Like, you're, that's the work of the church. So you're saying, and you shouldn't go to a nursing home. That's not what I'm getting at here, but I'm saying you're happy to say, oh no, I'm not going to visit Phyllis in the nursing home. That's a bad example. Cause I actually do have a Phyllis in the nursing home, but right. I'm not going to go visit, you know, uh, Brian in the nursing home. Oh, I, I have no problem with that. The CDC is like, also don't have like a hundred people together in a cramped little room, uh, you know, and be all coughing all over each other. And you're like, the work of the Lord must go on. Like, you're so backwards <laughs> at this point. Just get out. Oh. Okay, that's, maybe that's too much. You can't air that. But I'm just frustrated. Oh no! Man.
0: Oh no! I'm going to air it, Johnny. I'm going to sure. air it
1: because you're <laughs> angry, but
0: I'm sure. passionate. So, and you're passionate too, but you're a little angry too, but, um,
1: you're right. Church is not the building. It's if you not can't the building, It doesn't mean that you can't be the church and it doesn't mean you can't care for the people of God and you can't care for your flock. And if you think that, then your imagination is so truncated that I just don't even have the words for it.
0: So I'm not glad that this has happened by any stretch,
1: God, no, not even no, no. a
0: scintilla of a percent. I wish none of this has happened, Absolutely. but Since it has happened, like I've told my kids in their whole life, whenever something bad happened, hey, since you're going through it anyway, you might as well get something good out of it. You know, we're going through it anyway. And now, and who is God if he's not somebody who redeems the rottenness for goodness, right? Hmm. And God can redeem this and allow us as pastors, and, and here's my concern, pastors, you're listening, uh, if you heard episode 343, if you haven't heard it, you could go listen to it. I won't repeat it all. But I was pretty passionate on that and saying, seize the moment, rise to the yeah. occasion. If if we don't as pastors, uh, what are, our people are going to probably show us up because they probably will. They're probably going to yeah. say, they're going to look around their community. They're going to say, how can we help? What Absolutely. can we do? And that's what we have to do as as churches and pastors. Here's a great opportunity for you. You've been you've been wanting to force your people to break themselves out of some rut or some mold that you wish that they weren't in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here yeah. it is, baby. Have at it, right? Teach your people yep. and 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 brainstorm with them and say, "What does the church look like when it doesn't have the building for a while?" And yep. I think we could create some new things that could take us off into some very different, wonderful directions that will go beyond, uh, it'll go beyond when the, when we can use the building again, that we could find some great new ministry patterns that will outlive this short term debacle uh, and, and serve us for many, many years to
1: come. This is a, it's an opportunity for the church and I'm, trying to choose hopefulness I see too many pastors who are staring at an opportunity for the church and choosing to be idiots uh, I'm choosing to be hopeful that the majority of churches will not act that way and the majority of churches will stand up and say how can we help what can we do uh, because when we do that we will make Jesus famous and I don't say that in a in a flippant kind of a way what we will do is is we will say, we're out here, we're ready to help, we're willing to do what needs to be done. And people say, why? And we'll say, because this is what the ministry that Jesus gave to us. And so uh, I agree with you 100%, Jeff. We have an opportunity. I pray, pray, pray that the pastors listening who are not who are still listening because they didn't get turn it off because I yelled at them. Uh, I pray, pray, pray that they will make positive decisions for their community uh, and make the word of God famous by uh, by really living out the ministry that they've been called to.
0: Johnny, you have a special needs kid. You have a daughter with Down syndrome who yeah. may have, be a little more sensitive to yeah. this thing. So that informs your passion a little bit, doesn't it?
1: You know, it does. Uh, yeah. I saw my daughter just a year, you know, and a couple months ago, spend a month on a ventilator. Uh, and And you don't, get that image out of your head quickly, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and when, when you make you who listening, your this is in your ears right now. When you make good decisions, you have to know it's not for you. It's for Eliza. It's not for you. It's for the elderly and the infirm. When you make positive decisions and step out of your own head and out of your own self and say, I'm going to choose to help flatten the curve or whatever. Uh, you're not, you're doing it for the least of these. It's a Matthew 25 moment in very, very real ways. So absolutely. And, and it's, you know, I don't want to go over the top. It's frustrating and it, it hurts a little bit too, to see people. And it seems like they don't take it seriously or they don't care. It hurts because, um, they have a privilege to do that. That is based on their own personal health, um, I don't have a privilege to not take it seriously in my family. Uh, and quite frankly, nobody should have that attitude because there's a million frail and infirm people in this country who are at risk and the decisions you make have direct implications on them. So yeah, that's, that does inform good words. my words Those yeah. are
0: good words uh, beyond what I was thinking. That's yeah. really helpful. You know, I, I sent an email to my elders this morning and I said to them that this email is simply awakening you to the reality that we may need to cancel public services and programs soon in in order to be good neighbors to our community and be an organization that's taking responsibility and modeling the way for others. And I said, we want to be proactive and do our part in preventing the spread, not waiting until the spread has started and then be reactive.
1: Your friend and my friend, Rob Tarnavisky, had to make a tough decision to take his church online for the upcoming future. It, yesterday they had a post that said, we're going to have church on Sunday, and then the way, everything changes so fast. By and I today, haven't heard this
0: yet, Johnny. You're giving me yeah. news here.
1: Yeah. By Did today they, okay. church. Yeah, they have a post, and it says until you know further notice, basically, we're going to do this thing online. And I texted him right away. I said, uh, kudos to you for having the boldness and the bravery to make that decision because that kind of leadership is not easy at all. And um, uh, he, it's funny because there's people who are saying if you do that, you're, you're not being a leader, you're not being a good, but no, you are being a leader by making that decision, Rob. And uh, it, it spoke to my heart. So I texted him right away and told him that I was just grateful for his leadership. But that's the reality right now, you know, is we're going to have to make hard decisions and we got to be willing to do it, not because of what we think about church or blah, 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 but for the sake of our neighbors. I think that's beautiful the way you said it. And and
0: so this is so interesting because we're recording this on a Friday afternoon um, and and we met as elders on Tuesday night. This wasn't even on our radar (laughs) on Tuesday night. And Rob said to me, Rob said to me, Jeff, I, I sent a text Wednesday morning inquiring what would it, what would it look like if we weren't able to meet? He sent the text Wednesday morning. That was his first action just to another staff member inquiring. And they had a plan put together by Thursday afternoon and then they they've released it. So, so last night I'm sitting in my living room having just released the episode Wednesday night and feeling like I'm behind the eight ball. I haven't said anything (laughs) to our church family yet. And, and I've got like, I've got all this stuff going on right now. I'm trying, I've got all this stuff to do and I, don't really have time. I don't even have time to do this episode with you right now. Technically, I'll pay for it and sleep. Um, I'm not
1: writing a sermon right now, and I should be, so there you go.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so pastors, we just want to give you permission. We want to give you permission to remind your people that the building is, oh my gosh, what a great opportunity to remind our people that the building isn't the church, but that they yep. are, and that church is not canceled. Is
1: not canceled. Oh, church is not canceled. Bang! Service might be canceled, but church isn't canceled. Jeff, right? put it on a poster. I love that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Johnny and I are getting a little freakish about it, but because it's true, <laughs> it's so true. It's my, it's, it's my same philosophy of emotion in a, in a worship service. If I huh. can find a good tearjerker illustration or video illustration, either, I'll take either one, uh, I'm going to use it because we have entirely too little emotion around the worship of God in our society and in our culture. Thank you very much. We do. And when what we're talking about right now is the the irony, the irony that the very life illustration, the very this is like this is like Jesus Day, right? (laughs) The the religious leaders, they didn't see what was right in front of them, right? The Mm, irony, we're we're constantly trying to teach our people that they're the church and the building isn't. This is this is like <laughs> God made for us to teach yeah. our people that now. Yep. Let's yep. not miss this opportunity. So, hey, no. if you're listening to this episode, episode 344, please share this with somebody. Uh, share it with somebody because they probably need to hear these ideas because uh, they may not be thinking this way. Uh, you know, a year ago, I might not have thought this way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But. Feel free to share this. Send me your
1: hate mail. Send me your hate mail. I'm always down for a, a fun conflict uh, he, he, of yeah, Mar- wounds, Mark it down.
0: It took 344 episodes for Johnny to call <laughs> pastors idiots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just making me crazy. Oh. I love you. I love you, but I think you're an idiot. That's, you know, I can hold both those things.
0: Well... <laughs> Yeah. And again, you said it earlier. You said we're in another episode, you said we're we're mean to pastors because we are pastors and we know how pastor. dumb we are sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and that's true. Absolutely. So hey, Johnny, thanks for sharing this. I hope this has been helpful. Um I hope so too. we don't know Not
1: a good thing I was mean, but I still hope it was helpful. Well,
0: I mean, we're recording this this like thirty six hours after the NBA got canceled. <laughs> You know, And
1: March Madness and All everything. this stuff.
0: This all happened within just like 36 hours. Crazy and times, we have no idea what's going to be going on a week from now. But Jeez, I know this, you I know really what? It. A week from now and two weeks from now and a month from now, the church is still the answer and Jesus is still the answer. You know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Amen. It doesn't matter. So, hey, That's thanks exactly for listening right. to this episode. See you next time on the 200 Churches podcast.